0: of the
1: Dangerous Alliance, I'm Anderson and Larry Zabisco will
2: be my lover, I'm
3: The world's greatest athlete and newest member of
0: the Dangerous Alliance, the world's TV champion, Stunning Steve Austin. Nothing
2: left alive.
0: Welcome one of Sting's best friends and a little stinger himself, ladies
3: and gentlemen, beautiful Bobby Vitar!
0: Up, it's not an army, it's not a stable, and it's not a family, it's an alliance of businessmen who will bring WCW down to its
1: knees. North South Connections, welcome to episode 14 of the Seven Months of Danger podcast. I am your host, Sean Kidd, and I have returned after last episode's absolute debacle of a show. Um, and I will have something to say about that here in one moment. But before we get started, I would like to introduce my co-host who has also Unfortunately for me to have return up first Scott shipt how are you tonight
0: glad to be back glad i was allowed back um after last episode i'm just shocked we've knocked out 13
1: of these and uh, we're gonna be hitting episode 14 tonight it, it's crazy we have 10 episodes to go starting with this one to uh the end game of this pod but yes i am very happy to have you back uh contrary to how angry you made me last episode so welcome back ship
3: uh up next matt uh matt souza how are you uh, doing great, Sean, as always. Uh, good to see that you have calmed down from the last episode, and uh, I believe it was all Schiff's fault uh, why you got so angry. That, at least that's how I want to remember it.
1: Uh, Schiff started it, and then you and uh, last but not least, Logan Crossland kind of embellished it. So, ha- hello, Logan. That doesn't
4: sound like. Yeah, it. I mean, we, yeah, I was just, I mean, we we just
1: we just loved Arn so much that
4: it just caused such a tiff and made mm-hmm. him into a. Adolf Adolf Schittler over there
1: so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah if you did not listen to the last episode I highly encourage everyone to go back and listen to because as much of it as a disaster it was it's probably my all-time favorite one to go back and listen to um very very funny especially the last 15 minutes were quite entertaining but uh before we jump into tonight's episode I will say that I did go back and watch the uh much uh what is, is the proper word maligned I don't know my vocabulary I'll right say totally hol- back- debated All right.
3: Ballyhood. Ballyhood,
1: I guess. Yes. The debated R. Ballyhood. (laughs) R. Dustin match that caused quite the stir on the last episode that I went two stars. A gentleman, two, I think um, that I did not like. And I did say I would go back and rewatch it, which I did. And I will have to say, I admit that I was wrong. It was at least two and a half stars. Um, It was a it was a decent match. Dustin definitely did a good job in that match. Um, Arn. I still felt like Arn didn't necessarily pull his weight, but Dustin was very good. Um, but I still, I'm still gonna say Larry Zabisco for me was the uh, was the most dangerous because of that match he pulled out with Steamboat. And I know I'm not gonna get anywhere with you guys on that, but I'm standing my gun. I'm standing. I'm standing on that hill.
3: Score one for Logan and Matt.
1: Uh, mm. uh, only for the match rating. You did not. I did not change my mind on Larry Zabisco. That's all right. All right. So your punishment tonight and the next two episodes are really. <laughs> Um, we have a shitload of Larry Zbysko, yeah. and that's what a coincidence that turned into. So mistakes, uh, mistakes were made. <laughs> mistakes were made, and you get to pay the penalty in the next yeah. episode. We, don't, so, Logan, what have we we done,
3: done. <laughs> we, we done fucked up.
1: Yeah, you done fucked up. And uh, Schiff might actually be very happy with me because I think him and I might have common ground on someone that I really hated on the last episode. So we'll see how it goes. All right, so we are going to look at we are going to look at uh, February first. And we are going to start uh, February 1st, 1992, and we are going to start with our Meltzer notes. Not a lot of notes. Uh, this comes from January 27th, uh, 1992. So, Schiff, I'll start with you. Very generic notes, by the way. I almost feel like Meltzer was just like sitting in his office typing something up about WCW because he had nothing to kind of bring. So, first up, Schiff. expect three new names in the spring, two of which are supposedly WWF stars that will probably be announced this week. Anything on that, Schiff? Um... What kind of vague bullshit is this? This is like...
0: <laughs> this is like... Um, I'm going to date myself here and open myself up for ridicule. Back yeah. when the Harry Potter books were coming out, I used to Google like Harry Potter rumors, and this is some of the shit I would read. And it's like, well, of course you'd expect three new names. to. It's a new book. Like, Dave, like... I know Dave's like, you know, quote-unquote respected journalist now, but damn, I could have been, you know, using the bathroom and being like... Hmm. As it's I like, stroke my chin, hey, three names coming. Oh yeah, that's what you're stroking, all right.
3: It's like Dusty Wolf coming to WCW. Why so do you have big. to? Why did you have to be on the bathroom when you thought of that?
0: Because that's obviously where Meltzer was writing these
1: generic ass notes. Oh, I see. All right, uh, Matt, I'll go to you next for with the best, uh,
3: the second uh, generic note. Bookings are done through the end of March with no major changes. <laughs> what a great <laughs> note, Jesus cr- uh, Was Meltzer like on vacation or something? <laughs> All right, uh, this one, uh, Logan. Uh, the Barry Winham heel turn has been postponed
1: indefinitely, which is smart since it was way too soon.
4: Yeah, I was like, what a terrible idea that would have been. He's so over as a baby face in, in these matches that we watched, and since he came back at the Clash, so would have been an awful decision.
1: So I'm still <laughs> not sure. I'm still not sure what meets on that bone. I, I still feel like he probably made that up. Uh, the next one, maybe a little bit of this one. And shift. I saved this one for you as uh, the second comic book geek on this show. Brad Armstrong is wrestling as himself now instead of Arachnaman because that nasty legal letter finally came from Marvel.
0: Uh, yeah, this is when Marvel was in the doldrums, so they probably had to like scrape some money together to send that um, to, for pay that postage. So they're lucky that Marvel didn't, you know, just sue WCW and get paid.
1: Yeah, and Brad Armstrong no longer shooting webs. How disappointing! So uh, good, good for <laughs> he's him. No long, he's, he's no, no longer shooting anything. Eggs. No longer shooting <laughs> Well, my not, oh, my well, my goodness, not today. Thank, not thank God sure. Sean
3: doesn't have to say Arachna Man anymore. I
1: mm. mean, oh. <laughs> And hopefully I don't have to watch any Brad Armstrong on this show, but unfortunately I know for sh- uh, sure we will eventually. So, oh, good. oh uh, uh, Sousa, big news here. Big Josh and Ron Simmons won the U.S. Tag Team Titles from the Young Pisters on uh, Young Pisters. <laughs> Pisters. Young Pisters. Uh, wow. January Fourteenth. What's the any game? any any
3: any 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 comment on uh, the Young Pisters losing the U.S. Tag Titles? Uh, it was a real shame when the young, uh, when the Young Pisters unfortunately fell flaccid and just couldn't win uh, retain their titles. Uh, Big Josh and Ron Simmons, what a what a unspeakably good tag team that is. My God. Uh, you know, so if- I'm going to I'm going to step
0: on Sousa right here. Sorry about that. But what a demotion for Ron Simmons, because up until yeah. this week, we saw him, you know, being the fifth guy for in like, you know, with the WCW good guys. And we see him once, I, I believe this episode, but
1: like he's no longer running in um anymore. And this this is a hell of a demotion. And we yeah. kind of like we've kind of liked him up to this point, too. Like he's been pretty good in this. But, you know, in theory, though. If Big Josh wasn't Big Josh and it was Matt Bourne and Ron Simmons, uh, I'd be all right with them being U.S. tag champions. But I have no uh, recollection of them. Be, I don't have any recollection of
3: them ever winning those belts, by the way, ever. I think the U.S. tag titles were basically useless at this point anyway. Weren't they gone soon?
1: Uh, we have, let me think, one. Hang on, let me think. Hang on. Now you're going to make me think through this. So we have one. I think we have three more tag team title changes on that before they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. So at least three kind, of, kind of speaks to the future of that belt. Yeah. But there's only a few more. Yeah. And there's literally only a few more months left on them, too. Right. So all right. Uh, Logan. Okay. I, I guarantee you this one. He sat in his office on the toilet or he's on the A shift. He was on the toilet when he wrote this one. How's that? One of the biggest reasons, maybe even the biggest reason for Jim Hurd being dumped was that he was cited for too many communication breakdowns in the company because he wasn't a people person. Logan, that one's on you. Yeah, I, I think he's a I think he's more of a pizza person than a
4: people person. So uh, oh, I, think that, you, yeah. I think that worked out for him there. Yeah. So he needs to go back to
1: the pizzas and doesn't need to worry about uh, dealing with people too much. So, Yep, belts are really digging deep on that headline there. Um, <laughs> uh, shift back to you. Uh, Austin was out until the class with a bad knee. Well,
0: that's why he starts wearing those knee braces that he would
1: use later in life. Yeah, apparently that was a lifelong injury for him. Uh good one here. I had no recollection of this. Dude, a Rick Steiner arrived late to the class because he was stopped at the Atlanta airport for carrying a gun, which he forgot to take out of his bag.
3: Yeah, d- uh, don't do that. Uh, d- don't bring a gun to the airport, you fucking. How do you forget that you have a gun on you? <laughs> <laughs> the nineties were a simpler time. Well, Jesus God. <laughs> and and he is and he is
1: pretty dumb. He did talk to his hand in nineteen. You know, he used to talk to his hand. Alex, uh, remember his friend Alex? On his a hand. Good point. That's yes. a good point. yeah. Yes. He is not a very smart man in this time frame. So it's, Apparently,
3: it's in k and for realsies. so Oh
1: well, I may it's... not be a smart man, but I do carry a gun in my bag. doesn't <laughs> doesn't say a whole lot about the University of Michigan, does it? Mm. <laughs> anyway, um going on, uh, I believe this goes a shift. hey, the the ever the ever never ending story of Scott Norton. No dates on Scott Norton. At least until April, but some talk of teaming in with Vader and doing a program with the Steiners later this year. Well, shit, now I kind of want to see that. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. this is like the, I think this is the fifth time that they've mentioned Norton, and we still <laughs> have no Norton, by the way. Well, there's going to be like seven or eight times, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't show up until uh, Nitro episode two. That correct. is correct. Yep. Um, I'm going to skip the next one because no one gives a fuck about the ratings, and then, oh. uh, Logan, I'm going to go to the last one for you because another Meltzer... Uh, uh, head scratcher here. Morale <laughs> and enthusiasm with the organization is the highest it's been in a long time. Logan, somehow I don't believe that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just think like I love that. Like eighty percent of these updates were literally Meltzer just writing shit because he had nothing yeah. to say. It's
3: like he had a fucking yeah, dead- like he had a deadline to me.
1: that he said. Yeah, these are <laughs> this is
3: the absolute worst Melzer notes I think I've read. He had a show. he had a deadline to meet and he hadn't written a fucking thing yet, so he wrote it like the night before he was supposed to hit publish. Well, he blew his wad on was uh, Jim Hurd. good. <laughs> yeah, he blew his wad on Jim Hurd quitting on the last
1: set of notes I think. So. Wow. Yes. Blew his wad on saving Jim Hurd next, well, next 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 uh, next round. <laughs> I, I think Matt, you need to segregate in editing. Blew his wad on Jim Hurd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, okay, look. Everybody needs a refractory period. <laughs> exactly. All right. So now we're going to jump into it. So we're going to go to pro, and this is uh from December f- up uh, December first, February first, nineteen ninety two. Our first matchup for the night. Before I start, Logan, worst match we've watched so far is
4: champion versus Austin at a dud. All right, and best match, Road Steamboat versus the Enforcers Still, four point seven five.
1: I feel like that's going to be eternal. I don't think we're ever going to change that, but we'll see. So our first match of the night, WCW Pro, February 1st, 1992. It is Dustin Rhodes versus Bobby Eaton. So this is a follow-up from our last episode's match where Dustin subbed for Barry and he beat Austin, <coughs> um, which Jim Ross recaps for us. Paul E was pissed off, and he is sending Bobby Eaton to take out uh, Dustin Rhodes. Um this, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode, but I really hate Dustin's yellow uh, bowling ball jacket, like that bowling league <laughs> jacket that he wears. I really, really fucking hate that jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it's, I, not it's not natural, is it? No, it's not natural. My God. It's not. I love it. Really. Bravo. Um, Bobby, Bobby comes out with Paula Medusa. Um, would you like? Okay, so here is my Medusa. Would you like my what Medusa is dressed like theory uh-huh. for tonight? Uh, always. She is dressed as an astronaut NASCAR hybrid. An
3: ASCAR. an astronaut, an astronaut. You, you want to yes. hear
4: mine? Yeah. Hear
1: mine? Yes. I want to hear yours.
4: I said she looked like Reba McIntyre's character from uh, Little Rascals the, when she was the race car driver.
3: Okay, so you got the okay, so you got the race car theme in there. Well, if we're if yeah. we're all giving if we're all giving what we had Medusa dressed like, here's mine. Uh, she was dressed like she came straight for off of the set of Rollerball. Okay, very good. Uh, Shifty,
0: you have one with Oz from American Pie.
1: <laughs> yes. Now from WCW. Shift. Do you have a Medusa?
0: Honestly, I don't remember what she looks like.
3: <laughs> just in general, or uh, just
0: this episode?
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, but Shift, What I will
1: tell you is uh, to make it more modern. If you look, if you see the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, three trailer, it looks like the uniforms they wear in that movie in that trailer. Just oh, FYI. Okay. Just FYI. Yeah. All right, all right. So uh, both of these guys open up, popping each other in the face with a hard punch, which I like. Steamboat. Um, Steamboat and Rude and Liger and Pillman have now been announced for Superbrawl 2, according to Jim Ross. Um, he calls it the biggest event in WCW history that is coming up. Dustin hits a monkey flip, a backdrop, and a nice leaping lariat. By the way, um, the one thing I did like about the Arn and Dustin match that I went back and rewatched that I shit all over on the last episode, that leaping lariat thing that Dustin does is really, really good. You know what I'm talking about? That, like mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, then Dustin works the arm. Um, I like the right-hand punch-off that led to Dustin eating shit over the top rope to the floor, which looked pretty good. Uh, Bobby rams a chair to Dustin's face on a distraction. Bobby clips his leg as Dustin chases Medusa around the ring. There's a really weird head-scissors follow-up that lasted like five seconds, and then Dustin escapes, and then they collide in the ring. Bobby hits a neckbreaker and goes up top, uh, and then drops an elbow. Um, Dustin blocks the deck breaker breaker by grabbing the rope And hits a bulldog out of nowhere for three Which by the way I thought was really cool I liked that he blocked it And then just right out of the gate Hits the uh, bulldog Which is cool for the finish Larry runs in and does a brain buster And I don't care what you say I love Larry doing the brain buster I think it looks pretty cool (laughs) Uh, Bobby uh, takes the phone And hits Dustin in the head with it And then Paul Lee follows up and does the same The ref tries to stop them But the odd thing I thought was There was no faces that ran in to help Dustin whatsoever Um, A really weird ending. i like to finish, but um, just again, no faces running in to help. Dustin was really odd. The match was kind of short, but I thought it was solid. I went two and a half. I actually really enjoyed this match. I'll go to you first. What'd you think?
3: Yeah, I actually went higher than you on this. I went went three on this, and what really... what really put it over the top for wow. to me was I-, I thought Dustin's selling was really good. I-, I just thought his selling was really well done throughout this entire match. Uh, I will say the crowd kind of sucked during this, so that kind of took me out of it a little bit. But I just thought it was a-, a good, solid match, especially when you factor in this was on Pro, which was their C tier show. Like I, I, th- I, th- maybe- I think that's why I gave it a bit of a bump too, actually. But I thought there was a there was a great spot at <laughs> one point too where uh, Bobby Eaton was gassed on the ropes and Paul just shoves him onto ropes. Oh, yeah, that was really. A I about,
1: yeah, that was really good.
3: Yes. I thought that was really well done. So, yeah, just a, a really solid uh, TV match here. So, uh, three stars for me.
1: So, so Matt, uh, three stars. So you went three stars on Arn and Dustin. Which one was better, this one or that one?
3: Uh, probably this one. I think. I uh, see, I would agree with you. I mm. would agree with you on that,
1: um, Logan. I will go to you next.
3: I went with you, Sean. I went two and a half.
4: I I loved how both guys kind of started off with a stiff right hand. They kind of clocked each other with one. Um, I loved how active uh, Paul and Medusa were in this one on the outside. I felt like really made a difference for once. I feel like they're usually just uh, sitting out there jabbing their jaws or whatever, just not really doing much, but I feel like they really got involved in this one. That was a solid back and forth. There was a couple of slow spots, which is probably why I didn't go as high as Souza. Um, but considering the two guys, I thought it was a really awesome, and I thought the finish was hot. So I, I, I really enjoyed it.
1: All right. So you you do not think it's as good as that Dustin Arn match, correct? I do not. Do not. All right. Well, you're wrong, and Matt is right. And, uh, we'll, uh... <laughs> Finally, I'm right. <laughs> No, no, I'll kidding aside. I, dude, I thought this, I, I loved the finish, by the The way. The finish was awesome. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. was, it really was a cool ass finish. Uh, Mm Shift, how about you?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I went, uh, two and a half as well, uh, lined up with you guys. I liked how, uh, Bobby, when he he got the chair, he actually hit Dustin in the throat with it and then Eaton dropped him throat first on the ropes. Um, I thought that was just very nice, showing him working different things. And, um, you know, these baby faces are dumb as hell because they should learn by now. Don't chase after Medusa or Paul Lee, as we'll see uh on this episode. But um I did find it weird that Paul Lee like shoved Eaton across the ring. Um so that that took off a little bit. Like where did Paul get this superhuman strength from? Uh I did like how Bobby went for the no the neckbreaker and Dustin held the ropes and that led to the bulldog. And I will say, as much as I dislike Larry, that he can do a hell of a brain buster.
1: Oh, you just made my night. See, Larry, Larry is good.
0: I never said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, the Brain Buster really is I mean, pretty he, awesome. He, the Brain Buster is pretty good. I mean, he does do a very good Brain Buster. So. All right, cool. So, uh, Logan, what's the total on that? Because 2.62. 2.62. So solid outing to start. Uh, very good. All right. Our second match of the night is actually also, I believe, uh, from Pro. And this is a tag team match, and it is Sting and Bagwell. Taking on the reunited enforcers of Arn Anderson and Larry <clears throat> Um, starts hot with Sting dropping Arn off top rope. Uh, Sting uh, yells that he hates their complaining. Uh, he follows up with a nice press slam. Uh, Jr. likes the fans that calls into his radio show to discuss their pay per view parties, which was absolutely stupid. Uh, he's like, "Oh, I have you fans call into my radio show and they talk to me about their pay per view parties," and I was like, <laughs> "Okay." um larry slaps at bagwell and um sting looks to the crowd to seek approval and if they want him to tag him in um i don't know why they would want him to but they do uh larry lifts bagwell up onto the top rope and smacks him in the face which i absolutely <laughs> love uh bagwell has a nice flurry on both enforcers as the ever stupid sting is distracted by paulie allowing the double team including a larry spinning karate kick to the gut followed by an r and guys i'm sorry I love the I love the Larry spinning karate kick because we get it in every fucking Larry match that we watch tonight, and, and I love the follow up by Arn with the DDT. I just kind of like that. Uh, enforcers work over Bagwell with uh, knees, ne- neck breakers, punches, and elbows. Bagwell tags, but the ref doesn't see it. A sting uh, beats up both enforcers. Uh, the ref pushes Sting's away, um, and then uh, Arn uh, basically gets the three during this because um, Paulie runs in and hits uh, Bagwell with the phone uh and sting by the way looks so fucking stupid in this uh you know he's distracted the ref pushes him away uh the guy's going for the world title and he has the brains of like that guy from something about mary that's looking for his fucking baseball so uh <laughs> sting is like the, he's just a fucking idiot um i thought the match overall was pretty solid um but I, w- I went two and a quarter nothing great but god damn it sting should not be in this fucking match he just looks so fucking stupid, and I can't believe this guy's going for the world title. Shit, uh, I'll go to you first.
0: First off, you don't like Sting, so I okay, take everything. Okay,
1: but he looks like an idiot in this match. He looks so fucking stupid.
0: I thought he looked fine. My issue was with uh, Bagwell, to be honest.
1: But Bagwell yeah. should look stupid. He's a rookie.
0: Okay. Um,
1: for the third year in a
0: row. <laughs> uh, we'll say. Um,
1: you such a Sting mark
0: yes go watch you know
1: yeah go go watch go watch whatever fucking give your review (laughs)
0: you're you're so feisty tonight um i will say (laughs) arn killed bagwell with the ddt i mean murdered him with the ddt it was awesome um Mm -hmm. like that was it was was disgusting ddt i was like damn like, I'm uh, sorry, I just can't get over it. Uh, we'll say, like, you know, I shit on Bagwell a little bit. Uh, with uh, But he did have a nice drop pick to Larry, which was um before that DDT. I wasn't really feeling this match. Um, I actually went star in three quarters. I mm. thought I would be the high man, but it looks like I'm the low man so far. Um, I, I do agree with Sean on one thing. Sting shouldn't have been in this match. It should have been another babyface because they sort of pulled Sting away from the Dangerous Alliance, as we see in this episode. Yeah, where, was,
1: where was Mike Graham's for this match?
0: As he's focusing more on uh, Luger, because um, that's talked about a lot. But I, I feel he shouldn't have been in this match. And you, Bagwell and Graham would have been nice instead of, you know, what we saw
1: later. Well, no gra- <laughs> no Graham would be better, but anyway. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Logan. What'd you th- so you went one and three quarters, Jeff? Yes. All right, Logan. <laughs>
4: I, I think I would have chopped my hand off if it had been Graham and Bagwell. That, that would have been the <laughs> only thing to make this match worse. Um, <clears throat> I actually went lower than Schiff. I went one and a half. I, I did not like oh. this at all. Oh, man. Uh, Sting's, Sting's hair in this match was awful. The rat tail was in full effect. So just bad, bad hair choices by Mr. Sting. Um, the gorilla press that he hits is hold pretty on. awesome. Hold on, hold me. on, Logan. Go hey, ahead.
0: Sean, did you have a rat tail? <clears throat>
1: in fifth grade, I had a rat tail, oh, yeah. Okay, Logan, you can continue. Why did you just sound
3: like a blues singer? Are you okay? <clears throat> yeah, because
1: I was trying not to say it, but yeah. <laughs>
4: I thought the ease with which uh, Sting got Arn up on the uh, Gorilla Press was awesome. Um, I love Larry slapping Bagwell around, kind of like Sean was talking about. That DDT shift mentioned by Arn was pretty devastating and pretty awesome. I thought one, I thought the beginning match, beginning of the match was pretty good, but once Bagwell got in the match, it kind of ended up being a mess, and it seemed like it was real out of everybody seemed like they were real out of sorts, and it wasn't good at all. So I didn't, I didn't really enjoy this one very much.
3: Okay, well, I guess I liked it maybe a little too much. Susan, what about you? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I'm with Logan. I went a star and a half on this. Uh, this, ah, was, this was this uh, was not very good. Uh, just super boring, super plotting. Uh, Bagwell really, I don't think at this point deserves the spot he's been given. Like, there's no business for him to be in this match. Like, uh, and even Sting, like Shift said, I, I, I get what they're doing with Sting. Like, you gotta have him do something because the guy he's facing at the pay per view ain't fucking around. Like, he's nowhere to be found. So I get having Sting do something, but put him with any else but fucking Bagwell at this point. So yeah, uh, this was a match that happened. It was a, a kind of a mess at place at points, just all over the place, uh, real sloppy. And uh, the highlight for me was uh, Jr. at one point saying Medusa was psycho babbling outside the ring. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, this this sure was a match that happened. So star and a half for me. All right, Logan, lower lower me to two. Damn it! Now I have to redo the math. So <laughs> just move move to the next one
1: while I redo it. All right. Well, the next thing we're going to talk about is probably. I don't really understand this next. This next thing we're going to talk about. Why it even existed? Um, are you done? <laughs> no. Okay. We're going to talk <laughs> about the uh, uh Poly Awards, and we're going to worldwide. So, uh, now we now I got this off of. Uh, we I think this was either. On, did we get, was this one on the Google Drive? I think. Yes, K-fabe. I think so. Oh no no K, no Fabe, It's fine. So anyway, this is on Worldwide. And so you got the commercials and everything. And I know I didn't tell you guys to watch it. Uh, but there was a fun little thing prior to us watching the Paulese where Gordon Soley is doing that uh, uh, that uh, WNN update. And they have Jesse on there. And he comes out to announce his Super Bowl two announcing duties. And then he comes out. And the first thing he says is he states that Gordon Soley is still alive. Uh, and, that was, and, I, and I know I didn't tell you guys to watch it, but I had to mention it because I laughed my ass off because that was the very first thing he said. So, uh, Logan, did you get the uh, did you get the rating on it now? Yeah, what 1.68? Yeah, all right, that's fair. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so basically, Polly comes out and he comes out with Medusa, and he's here to present the Polys. Uh, he says the trophies are based on his likeness which I think is very funny because I think that's his way of making fun of them because they were made at the Trophies R Us for $5 uh, that were next to the arena because every trophy's exactly the same. Um, so basically uh, this is how it goes. So the TV wrestler of the year, Shocker is stunning Steve Austin and they all come out and tuxes. And by the way, Austin should never wear a tux in that receding uh, long hairl- hairline that he has. I mean, it's like receding and he has this long hair in the back and he, that tux he's in, that's definitely a choice. Uh, the Hannibal Elector Award goes to Larry the Cruncher Zabisco. Uh, Tony agrees with this award, and I agree with Larry and a tux, telling people to shut up as he walks out, by the way, which is amazing. Your Tag Team of the Year uh, was close, but it ended up being Arn and Bobby. Uh, and by the way, uh, Bobby, a, a mullet Bobby and a tux is also a choice. That popped me a little bit. Outstanding <laughs> Achievement, uh, Rick Rude, which uh, is – ironic considering he's the worst member of the entire alliance in the history of this pod <laughs> which is bullshit um and rude is not in a tuck so paul makes a great i heard joke that there is a seat open on the board of directors and he's nominating himself and that's kind of how it ends um at the time i wasn't sure why this whole segment was but what i learned later learned out was they attacked steamboat with the awards and later on worldwide they also attacked the steiners in their tuxes so that's what this whole segment was about so uh I will go to you first, uh, Sousa. What did you think of this whole thing? I, I just thought it was really, really stupid.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fine, I guess, to get the alliance on TV, but I don't know ultimately what the point of it was. I think the point was literally to get him on TV. It was just, uh, I don't know, it felt kind of filler-ish to me. It's just, just real weird. Th- uh, and like, you know, you got these uh, twenty-dollar fucking soapbox derby <laughs> awards that Paul Lee comes out with. It's just, I think the fix. I think the fix was in. You guys, the Dangerous Alliance won all these awards. I don't know, but yeah, uh, honestly, that that was my main takeaway. Was that I feel like this was uh, they couldn't think of a thing for the Dangerous Alliance to do because the story has kind of been told already as far as the brawls and all that shit, so, and they needed to they needed to find a way to get him on TV so, I don't know, let's let's do the Paulies and see what happens, and I just think it was uh, mostly a filler segment.
1: Yeah, and the other thing I thought was funny I didn't mention is Polly couldn't figure out if he was doing a yearly award or quarterly award because he kept yeah. going between quarter and yearly which was also <laughs> very, very funny uh, Schiff, what would you think of this?
0: Yeah, it was I was expecting something great, but it was pretty bad. Um, And it was weird, like, I thought it was weird that Rude comes out, everyone's dressed um, as they should, like in a tux, and Rude comes out like he's ready to wrestle. I was like, oh, he's literally wrestling next match. So it's like...
1: I I thought it was just Rude coming out to be a piece of shit like he usually is, so he didn't have to look like he was really the leader (laughs) of the alliance. That's what I thought. (laughs) Th- that's what i put down <laughs> oh, yes yes, awesome all right chef anything else to add to this or no uh
0: no i was expecting somewhat somewhat better and it was not no
1: all right logan
4: yeah i'm with chif i thought this would be much better i thought this would be much more entertaining but i would have been super pissed if they had made me put on a suit to have to, to do this like five minute segment where you <laughs> come out give your award and then you immediately go to the back mm-hmm. i will say I thought Medusa looked like one of the Alliance members had just railed her in the back of a horse oh, carriage geez. from the eight wow, from, wow. The, from the eighteen hundreds. She had like a yeah, I don't know. She had like a very eighteen hundreds horse carriage kind of outfit on. So one of, them, um, one of them or all of them? Uh probably multiple, but I don't, I don't say all. <laughs>
3: they, they took <laughs> her right on the smallpox blanket.
4: Yeah, exactly. but i I said rude couldn't be bothered to wear a suit so showing he's not a team player uh and like i said i would have been pissed if i had had to put a suit on for this short little segment uh so it was mostly filler like matt said
1: yeah i remember this watching this segment live in 92 and it was uh for some reason i had better memory of it then thinking it was a lot better than it was and yeah this is awful just awful all right so we are going to jump to the saturday night show um, up first, and again, I didn't have you guys watch this part of it, but I am going to list the top 10 for you. But first, before the top 10, the Stein- I-, I wanted to run this one by you, too. This one's funny. The Steiners cut a promo at the start of this, and they cut a promo on the Alliance attacking them on our last episode. And Rick makes fun of Larry for dropping them on his head and tells Larry it was a dumb move because he doesn't have anything in his head. So, I mean, it's pretty pretty <laughs> That was the context of the promo. Rick teller and Larry how dumb he was. That was pretty funny. So, uh, anyway. All right. Here's your here's your top ten. Uh, number ten, the tailor-made man, Terry Taylor. Nope. Number nine, which is a tragedy. Number nine. <laughs> number nine is a tragedy because he should be top five. Abdullah the butcher. Nope. You're right. Number five, nope. easily number five. Uh, number eight, Vader. Any comments on Vader at number eight? Seems low. Number seven, Cactus. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's all right. right. Number six, six, Dustin. That one seems a little low for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Because number five is Simmons, and I feel Simmons should be lower.
3: Yeah, no. He
1: shouldn't be at five. U.S. Tag Team Champion. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. My (laughs) mistake. (laughs) Number four, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Seems right. Mm -hmm. Uh, number three, Steve Austin, number two, Sting, and number one, Rick Rude.
3: Yeah, that seems about right.
4: Yeah, all right, Rude shouldn't be in the top 10.
1: All right, um, (laughs) Rude Rude, Rude should be in the bottom 10, right? Exactly. (laughs) All right, all right, okay, so we're good. Um, as we so on the journey to this next match, as I was fast forwarding through WCW. Uh, Matt, one note that I made that you would appreciate is I love the Invasion USA commercials as a big Chuck Norris fan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, You saw a couple of that. And then the other note I made for the time frame for myself, 1992, Milk Does the Body Good commercials with the guy in the white T-shirt sitting in a chair trying to look like the great value Tom Cruise popped me a little bit, too. So just FYI, if you know anything about that time frame, those commercials are pretty fucking funny. So, and And none of you have any idea what I'm talking about, the Milk Does the Body Good commercials, do you? I was too, Sean. Okay, I, I was not. I, I wasn't alive. So, I, I <laughs> but, can, I but
3: you know what? I'm, but but yet yeah, Matt knows Invasion USA because I've seen the movie. I, I don't I don't go searching for fucking milk commercials. I go searching for action movies. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just gonna go fuck myself now. <laughs>
4: yes, that not called Piece of
1: the Milk, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna go fuck myself right now. We're gonna go to our next match. Oh, and speaking of our fucking ourselves, boy, this match. Yeah. Um, it is Bobby Eaton and Arn Anderson taking on Brian Pillman. And podcast favorite, Mike Graham. I know you're all excited to watch the Mike Graham match. Um, So my first note is, why the fuck is Mike Graham back? Uh, JR calls it a special challenge match because Paul said no to a tag title shot, which he damn well should considering who's in this. Um, JR gives the verbal blowjob to Graham, calling him a great wrestler like they always do in every match he's in. He then proceeds to call him the master of the figure four. In the history of wrestling, do any of you remember anybody calling Mike Graham the master of the figure four? Who's I think that match? was just that was just a dig at um flair.
4: Yeah.
0: That yeah, was just it a dig was. at flair. Okay.
1: I-, I was insulted that JR called him the master. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh okay, so Sean, let but, me cut
4: you off real quick. I didn't know who Mike Graham was until they did those Legends of Wrestling roundtables on the
1: uh, 24-7 WWE thing. So uh, I would never have even known who he was before that. I, I knew who he was, but I didn't really, like, develop a grand hate for him until we started doing crock and roll. And he was doing, mm. like, the Battle of the Belts commentary. And God, he fucking mm. infuriated me because he's such mm. a, miserable, he's he's a miserable piece of shit. Um. Anyway, so, okay, so now here's where I'm going to get into some shit to take, so I apologize. Uh, the exchange between Arn and Mike to start, I didn't think was that bad, but, uh, then, <laughs> but then Graham goes in and works Arn's arm forever. It feels like uh, there's way too much crisscross shit with Old Man Graham, but um, but then one ends with a tag to Brian, who connects with a clothesline to uh, who ends with a clothesline to Arn from the outside, which I thought was good. Uh, Pillman always good when it, when he do, when he's in is he does some uh, flying head scissors to eat an Arn. Pillman does a spot where he climbs up Bobby's legs to the shoulder and does a body press to Arn that looks botched. It looks like it could have been really bad. It looks like he actually did phase Arn a bit, but Arn shakes it off. A match ends where Graham goes for a figure four as the ref pushes Pillman out of the ring, and Bobby hits the jam for the three count. Um, the tag, I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, but again, Graham just being in it doesn't help. And again, And this is going to be an ongoing thing with Pillman in the next few episodes. I don't know why the fuck Pillman is in these tags, because he's taking losses. And he's gearing up to face a big match with Liger. And it's like kind of why is Sting in that last tag team match we talked about in The Enforcers? Why the fuck is Pillman in this? And where the fuck are the Freebirds to eat shit and lose in these matches? And why are these guys – why is Pillman in this? So I went I went a Gentleman's 2, and that might be a little extreme, but I did not hate this match. And Suze, I'll go to you first.
3: You know a match is bad when you're begging for the Freebirds to be a part of it. I know, (laughs) but I I had to go – but Pillman's good, and I I don't know. I had to go with Gentleman's 2. No, I mean, I like Pillman too, but... Uh, Pillman couldn't even make up for the amount of Mike Graham's suckitude in this uh, good why is he How here How the the master of the figure four Uh my mistake Uh <laughs> he he just feels so out of place here even with a guy like Arn, you know they're both I mean they're both you know from that era of the 70s and 80s but uh, he just feels so fucking out of place like even with a guy like Arn, he just doesn't mesh well they do this boring fucking 1972 offense with the the crisscross stuff and then you get Mike Graham at one point gets one up mm-hmm. over over on Arn, which is a crime against fucking humanity. Like, oh, it's just And P- I thought Pillman was really good in this match, but it really couldn't make up for just how bad and how boring as hell Mike Graham is to watch. So uh, I went to uh, uh, Gentleman's Star and a Half <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I didn't think this was all that good. Uh, uh please, no more Mike Graham. I, I beg of you, uh, please, for the love of God, uh, he they are quick. Uh, Mike Graham is uh, quickly reaching a uh, Patriots territory for me. I'll say, uh, I, I
1: i i wish I could keep that promise to you. Unfortunately, you might have another one next episode. So, I thought, oh,
3: well, lovely. Uh,
1: Logan, how about you?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Matt. Um, the one and a half. Um, we get a crisscross spot, second 10, which I know Sean, you love, so you went six no! to midnight
3: real, real real, quick.
1: No, I didn't. It was, I like they've got to a point where it looked like two old men doing it. I did not love the spot. I yeah,
3: he had a gentleman's two in his pants, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it was for Pilgrim Jesus. motherfuckers. It was for Pilgrim.
4: Anyway. Sean, that that was an old that was an old uh, chicken, salad. It, Ch- chicken salad. I, I, it, so. I know exactly what it was. <laughs> so I got I, the I'd say. I got the dish.
1: Got it. <laughs> uh,
4: but uh, Mike Graham does his best IRS impression here by doing every rest hold possible uh, on Iron at one point. Uh, I did like the crossbody through the uh, crisscross that Pillman does. He does it in the match uh, on the next episode as well. Um, I thought him climbing through the test of strength. Uh, was a really awesome spot. The dive he does off of it isn't quite as awesome, but um, I thought the climbing, the where he climbed up his body through the test of strength, was really awesome. Uh, I did not like that uh, Graham pretty much schooled the tag champs in the corner when when they kind of had him, uh, you know, cornered. They, he he was going to town on both of them. I didn't like that he was getting that much momentum on them. Uh, we always talk about great drop kicks on these pods, but Pillman has got to be up there as one of the best drop kicks out there. Uh, the match ends with the shift special, which is the uh, uh, Alabama jam uh, while the refs' backs turned. Um, hey, but at
1: least it was in a match and not an interference, though.
4: So. That's true. That's true. That's right. um, but uh, it was good for the pulling portions. But like I said, uh, uh, otherwise than that, it was pretty meh. So one and a half. <laughs> pretty, pretty meh. All right,
1: uh, shift.
0: Well, I guess I'm going to be the high man. Yeah, shift. Uh, right. Yeah, shift. Yeah, uh, shift. I went two and a quarter. I, all, I, uh, all
1: right. Heavens
3: to Jesus.
0: I just really loved
1: Pillman being in there. Um, hey, was, hey, Chef. hey, Chef. I appreciate you not letting your Graham hate blind you in a somewhat okay match.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I didn't have any issues at all. <laughs> what a
1: Senate. Go ahead.
0: I mean, I, I didn't, like, you know, besides the Graham spot where he takes on the tag champions by himself, I didn't have any issue.
4: All with right. It.
0: He, he, um, I, you know, I didn't think I would like the crisscross spot, but I did because Arn was able to get the advantage on Graham. Uh,
1: all right. Sip so on that one. There was the, the, Like, when it got towards the end, like, literally, Graham's looked like an old man, and he was slowing down. It was pretty bad. Oh, Graham <laughs>
0: looked like an old man from the start with <laughs> yeah. his... All right. Weird... <laughs> afro thing he's got going um but um
4: there's a joke there
0: yeah (laughs) but um and like you know they even had nice chain wrestling to start off with arn and graham like i wasn't you know and then when there's like a frenetic pace when pillman comes in and i just love him working over arn and bobby and like you know brian even got a head scissors and um, it was this cool spot where Brian and uh, Bobby were doing like a test of strength and Bobby crawled up, Brian crawled up Bobby's body and then like jumped on arm. And I thought that was very cool. And it was just very innovative for at that time. Hell, even now. Um, But, um, you know, I'm okay with Graham eating the pin. I don't know why Brian had to lose, especially when, you know, as we've said before, he's facing Jushin Liger in this, for the light heavyweight title at Super Brawl 2, so no reason for him to lose. But, yeah, I went two and a quarter. I really enjoyed this match. All
1: right. So, Schiff, convert Mike Graham mark. That's good. (laughs) Very good. I'm proud of you, Schiff. Thank you. You did not not get blinded by your Mike Graham hate, and I tend to agree with you. So, very good. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. uh, What was the total on that, Logan? 1.81. Okay, 1.81. That seems a little low. I think I would have gone a solid two. (laughs) I do. I Solid two.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. A solid two. I, I, I tried.
3: Shift. <laughs> I know, Like
1: I tried. I tried, Chip. I really did. Solid two on that one. Yeah. Right. It, would be, it would be awesome. All right. This next one we're probably going gr- to disagree on, but I think it's more of the context about how people felt about this match versus what it – angle versus match, but let me get into it. So this next match um, is uh, Steve Austin versus Barry Winneman. It is for the TV title – uh, Jr. says Barry wants everyone in the alliance, and Barry goes right after Austin's leg with knees. Um, Austin kicks him outside of the ring, and then he runs ra- Barry's hand over the railing and hits it on the mat and tries to take the wrap off Barry's injured hand. Barry pulls Austin um, down and wraps Austin's leg around the post and pulls Austin's wrapping off his knee. I was really digging Angry with him as he's relentless at going after Austin's leg and just full-on going for revenge on the alliance, which I loved. JR does a really good job of selling um, all the faces coming after the Alliance. He talks about the Steiner's coming for the tag team titles. He talks about Steamboat going after the US title and how stressed Paulie is. As Paulie's like facial expressions outside kind of sell that commentary. Uh, Wyndham does some six chops um, and then goes um, and uh, throws Austin to the corner. But he, uh, Austin, as he goes to the corner, he collapses, which he does a really good job of selling his leg. Wyndham gets a figure four and Paulie is freaking out as Wyndham grabs the rope for leverage. Paulie jumps on the phone and he's yelling and screaming for people to come out and help on his phone, which is funny because he didn't even dial the phone, but I love the visual. Barry <laughs> uh, pushes the ref off. who tries to break the figure four. Uh, Polly runs into the help and is pushed down as the ref calls for the DQ. Uh, Barry at this point doesn't give a fuck about winning or losing. He's just out to injure everybody. In the Alliance, the Alliance runs in and attacks Barry and go for the hand. The Steiners run out for the save. Um, I could see the point of this. Um, it's probably more angled than a match, but I loved it. Um, honestly, for me, guys, Barry, as the babyface, looking for revenge against the Alliance for um, the hand and what they've done to him and keeping him out of action, kind of trumps Sting and Steamboat for me in terms of this whole Alliance deal. So Barry Wyndham's kind of the face of this whole thing for me. So I know the match, again, is more of an angle. I actually went two and a half all in on this just because I think this is awesome. And I love freaking angry babyface Wyndham. So uh, Logan, I'll go to you first.
4: Yeah, I kind of listened you you talk through it. I had one and a half down, but I, I'm gonna go two on it at least. Uh I do like the beatdown. Uh Wyndham just completely dominates here. I mm-hmm. won't say it does too much for Austin. Austin kind of looks like a chump uh throughout most of it. So uh he may he may be in contention for a award we're gonna mention later. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Ross calls Heyman Newt Rockney. Uh how he's like, kind of coaching. Like, on like, more, the like, more, like,
1: like like more than once, by the way.
4: Yeah, like five yeah. or six times, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this was just a complete domination of Austin before the alliance interferes. But good fire from Wyndham. Good, uh good to see him uh, you know, being healthy and getting in there and uh, roughing some guys up. So uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed it for what it was worth.
1: Yeah, and I will even say the crowd is super high for Wyndham too, by the way. Like they
3: are all about him beating the shit out of uh Austin. Uh Susan, what about you? Yeah, it's a tough match to rate because as a match, it was like three minutes long. But the angle was really well done. Like, I love the angle. I thought the angle was great stuff. But like, as a match, I guess gentlemen's two (laughs) seems right. But It, it was it was very heated for the limited time they had, and I love that it felt like a fight, which is what it should feel like, uh, given the heat between these two guys. But I thought the angle was really well done. Uh, Paul just screaming on the phone fucking killed me. I thought that was great. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I like that the DA targeted uh, Barry's hand again. So, but yeah, I mean it's a real tough match uh, to rate. So again, I'll go two on it. But uh, you know, a really good angle. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: I mean, I went higher, but again, I get the whole point of angle versus match. It's tough. Shift, what'd you think? So uh in, in line with Suza, I actually didn't rate this match because it was so
0: quick. I think you do you going over um everything lasted longer than the
1: actual match. Um <laughs> I think I went I think I went over the whole entire match, is what I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like I I I didn't even have it. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> It was just All right, so, put shift, so put shift down for gentlemen's two.
0: Yeah, I guess in okay. gentleman's two, but like I, I loved how they were working. Like love Barry it, was Parker. working. <laughs>
4: Go ahead. I,
0: I just love that we had the history here, like you know, Austin with his bad leg and um um Barry with his bad arm, and both of it is being um being used here and it's just something like you know we're in february and barry's arm has literally been injured since halloween havoc so i just love the history that we have it's why barry wants to whoop some ass which we'll see in the next episode as well barry is awesome this is like i know he's not as good as mid-80s barry which everyone is talking about but he's still damn damn good in 1992 barry all right and also with the steiners running in it shows that like oh, we got rid of Ron Simmons, but we've added two now we'll say Rick and Scott Steiner are, are better than Ron Simmons, so that's a fine replacement but it's just see a little the transition of the guard there
1: all right, so Schiff, are you gonna go no rated or what do you want to do? I mean, I'm just joking with you obviously what oh you um
0: I'll just do gentlemen's too just so we all have ratings okay I'm
1: sorry I bored you with my
0: rundown of the no I- <laughs> you didn't for me, I was just saying like you made it sound better than it actually was, type deal. I was so, like,
1: well, <laughs> Logan, what's this, what's this
4: going on? <laughs> two point one two.
1: All right, okay, we're gonna go to our final match of the night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so <we got> <laughs> now, now, now that
1: now that shit basically told me to go fuck myself, we're gonna go to match number five. <laughs> That's like
3: the third time this episode. Yeah, You're on yeah, the roll.
1: Yeah, I'm on yeah
3: a roll. We, we have a promo
0: beforehand.
1: Yes. Uh match number five uh is going to be uh Rick Rude versus Tom Zank, but uh there is a um <laughs> goddammit. Um K fabe shift. There is a uh there is a promo before this match, Rick Rude versus Tom Zank. So Steamboat cuts a promo, and in this promo he says he strives to get to the top and uh he gets knocked down and then he brings up the clash again. Uh he had he took those two brutal rude awakenings. By the man with the mustache, (laughs) the man in the mustache (laughs) spit in his face and with him like a dog. He said the dragon is out of the steamboat and he will have his rude will burn. Uh, And I will say this and then I'll go to you guys what you thought. The man with the mustache killed me. Like, (laughs) like he's like he's talking about how Savage is beat down the man with the mustache. Susan, what did you think of this awful promo? I think it was awful.
3: Uh, apparently, the mustache is the source of all Rick Root's powers. Who knew? Um, it's <laughs> I'll like say Samson. That, yeah, basically. <laughs> I'll say this. uh, I did think it was a little bit better than the last one he had, but I think that had to do with this, with the fact that this one was pre-taped and not live. So I think that helped a little bit because, you know, this could have been take 17 for all we know. And if this was the best take of the bunch, like, again, the, the fire is there. But uh, it just he just feels very forced. Like, this is not how humans speak. Humans don't talk this way. And I think, uh, yeah, he just sounded very robotic, and it felt very try-hard to me. So, yeah. I mean, definitely better than the last promo, but still not all that great. I know when I get mad at Shift, I say, the man with the
1: red beard.
0: Terrible.
1: Shift. Yes. Oh.
0: Go <laughs> Um, This promo kind of sucked. Like, I... All I have here is, like, set it Super Brawl, Rude will burn. I love Steamboat. Promos are not his strong suit, and it was kind of boring. Like, you know, he's still harping on the same thing. Uh... I- it was it was a long like two to three minutes of him talking, and I will say, uh, Sean did a better job explaining the promo than me actually having to hear Steamboat's promo. Well,
1: there's you. no
3: need to kiss Sean's ass now.
1: Bro. Yeah, I, I, did I, I just thank you for unfucking me from the last one? You <laughs> thank uh, you for unfucking
3: that. me. Yeah, <laughs> Sean, <kid>. All, right. <laughs> All right, Logan.
1: <laughs> I put it down
4: Steamboat promo was a Steamboat promo. Let's move on.
1: All right, very good. So let's Perfect. move into <laughs> our catch. Uh, Rick Rude versus Tom Zink. So this time, Rick Rude calls us Stink Breath Heartland Heifers. Uh, Z- yep. It's pretty good, actually. That's pr- pretty original. Um, Z-Man comes out, and it, yeah, 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 yeah. Still an all-time butt theme music, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, nice fire with Zink and Rude selling a body press, double dropkick, and an arm drag. So Rude actually, uh, with his working boots on, And then Rude does what Rude does and goes right to his side headlock that Zank then decides to reverse into a hammerlock. I did kind of dig Zank doing an Indian deathlock to the arm. That was kind of okay. Uh, Rude does forearms to the back and then actually does a back suplex, which wasn't a headlock, which I give uh, Rude credit for. Uh, JR pips the main event tag match, which I can't wait to cover on the next episode. And I know Matt's super excited for that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rude drops Zank gut, uh, gut first onto his knee and then talks shit to Steamboat. Then he goes right into a camel clutch. Uh, Rude should be banned from doing rest holds, by the way. Do we all agree with that? No more rest holds for Rick Rude. Yes, yeah, for Randy
4: Orton, obviously. That,
1: learned. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as, uh, I mean, I mean, he wouldn't be able to do anything else. So. Well, he, he, he well, he, well, that's, well uh, To be fair, he's done. He did more in this than, but he's done more in this true. match, Bob. Uh, Rude then shoves Zank's face in the camera, yelling at Steamboat uh, some more, which I thought was funny uh zank's yelling oh oh my back some of the worst acting you will ever see <laughs> uh, z-man outside stupidly chases paulie and gets nailed for it and dropped on the railing yelling my back ref my back which also was very stupid uh jr says the match should be stopped as z-man does this terrible acting uh the ending is weird rude gets punched coming off the top then he catches Zink going for a thez press and then he drops his stun gun that sets up the rude awakening for three and i don't understand why rude is using austin's move as a setup uh, and then, uh, so anyway, honestly, the match wasn't terrible for a rude match. He actually did more than rest holds. I thought rude looked motivated and actually looked resentless. And I think that's what he needed to be. I went a gentleman's two. A gentleman's two. I could be talked into one and three quarters, but I went gentleman's two because a motivated rude is the first time I've seen it in a long, long time. Schiff, I'll go to you first since you're the rude mark here. And I wanted to see what you thought.
0: I actually went a two as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh. I did write that Z-Man should not be getting any offense. Uh this is after his tag team with Pillman and he was starting to be deemphasized, and that should continue. I did love how Paul Lee jumped on the um the ring apron and was massaging uh, Rude's shoulder. It yeah, made that me was laugh.
1: That, that was pretty funny.
0: Um but Rude then has like the laziest camel clutch of all time. Um yeah. mm-hmm. But then, like, he started really beating the piss out of Zinc, And I was like, damn, I need to see this Rude. And, like, he was actually working his lower back. My um, favorite is, like you said, how Rude dropped Z-Man throat first on the guardrail. And Z-Man was bitching about his back. That's <laughs> exactly...
1: So Just strapped on his throat. He's been, oh, ref, my back, my back. <laughs> That's
0: like, like, me, like, getting... Oh, it like, hurts! Getting <laughs> stabbed in the hand. And be like, ah, oh, my foot. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> um... I'm okay with the stun gun to the Rude awakening because, you know, the stun gun, not the best move. Uh, Austin needs to come up with maybe like a more of a stunning move. I don't know. I'm spitball.
1: Mm. I'm not okay but, with that. If that if that is your if that's your stablemates finishing move, you shouldn't be using that as a setup for your finisher. But a, also, Austin's
0: that. been shown as he's like the uh, the young boy of the group. So like, <laughs> yes, you know, is. Jesus. Okay. So he's like, oh, you got these, like, it's like New Japan with the Young Lions. They wrestle in black trunks. I mean, Austin did later in life, but, you know, it's uh, like we're going to strip everything away. I do young boy. Goddamn pal.
3: <laughs> yeah, but
0: I, I, w- I wanted to. Um, yeah, it's going to be real
1: interesting to see where we go. Wow. You and I agreeing on a read match.
0: What's yes. happening?
1: What's happening here? All right, uh, Logan, how about you?
4: Yeah, I went one and three quarters. Uh, It it was very good for a rude squash. I still don't think he's a very good squash worker. I think he does too many side headlocks. That's usually what he goes to. But he did do some good pounding on the back. I'll agree with Schiff that uh, Camel Clutch, whatever the fuck he was trying to do there, was not very good at all. They did a uh, they did an action shot of some of the crowd and it was two uh, twins from London and they had hard rock London shirts on. I love that little shot that they did because they had the same glasses, same shirt, everything Uh, that it was a pretty good crowd action shot. But um, like I said, uh, rude does a little bit more in this one. So I liked it a a bit more than his usual squashes, but he's still just not very good at this type of match. I don't think but one and three quarters.
1: That's, i think that's fair i debated one and three quarters of the gentleman's two so i think that's right matt uh
3: yeah i i went uh, the most gentlemanly two that i can possibly give fair. and uh the reason All I right, did, don't me to do <laughs> wow four-way two on Rude. uh i i did that, i just don't uh, want to do math <laughs> I, I, I don't blame you. I never want to do math. Uh, I went to for the sole purpose of uh, it was a full length match, which was a nice change of pace for Rude. And it, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Like we, we've we seen worse out of Rick Rude here. Uh, Zink's selling was absolutely terrible as he screams my back in a surfer like manner. But very Fuckers. comical, though. Like fucking Spicoli in Fast Times. Oh, my back, man. God. It hurts. <laughs> oh, Someone help my back. Uh, yeah, it, it was still kind of plot like it was still very much a Rick Rude match. It was plotting. It was slow. There was a lot of rest holds. But I thought it was uh, better than some of the other squashes we've seen. So uh, Gentlemen's 2.
1: Awesome. All right. So we got it straight across the board. We got a two-star Rick Rude match finally. Shiv, how do you feel about that? That should make you happy since you're such a mark.
0: You gave me a two in my pants. Hey, now.
1: Hey. hey! You
0: shit yourself? Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta
4: go after this episode. <laughs> so how, how, right. how do I put how do I put gentlemen's two in the calculator? I just wanted to I just wanted to figure
3: that out. Uh, what you you get a graphing calculator? And... Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's do the end of episode awards. So um
3: worst match, uh, Souza. Uh, now don't yell at me. Uh, okay. I'm going with Pillman Graham versus Eaton and Anderson. Uh wrong. Uh, uh wrong
0: uh 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 shift uh it hurts me in my heart to say this, but i'm a am objective unlike you sean uh, i'm going <laughs> Sting
4: and bagwell versus the enforcers hmm. logan
1: that's what i'm going with too uh i forgot what i rated matches now um
3: that's great it's I the th- host I, of no the show. no i think i
1: like with two stars like pretty much on everything didn't? <laughs> um i don't know i think i think i would have to go with sting and bagwell versus the enforcers two by osmosis because sting is such a fucking moron so well, I think none, of the,
3: none of those ma- none of that ma- that match didn't have mike graham though think about that
1: yeah i know but i enjoyed that match more for god's sake <laughs> all right so so is that the match did that win? Yes. Yeah. Best win. All right. Yes. And That's
3: you win. see, I'll allow it to happen because. Oh, you don't uh, have a choice. Well, you I don't have host I'm, privilege. You're know, not host but privilege. I, but I'm also not going to spend 20 minutes arguing about it, you see. Well, when there's
1: no argument to it, there's no need to argue. Exactly. I have no reason to argue. The last sentence. On the last episode, there was argument. <laughs> We're going to move on. Uh, best match. Uh, Matt, I'll let you go first on best match.
3: Uh, best match. I will go Rhodes versus Eaton. Uh, I will second Rhodes versus Eaton uh shift
1: uh th- thirded logan forsted all right see look we can agree <laughs> that's that's okay, look, look at this one. look at this unity I know, I know it's not a word. all right uh okay so here we go uh least dangerous Schiff. austin i will agree it's about i think just i think that's
3: just the way it falls is austin uh Suza. Yeah I, th- uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I'll go Austin. Well, I debated saying Larry, but he didn't do much of anything, so I'll go Austin. He had a hell of a brain buster. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about the brain buster.
1: <laughs> Logan? Uh, Austin, for sure, yeah. Wow, he man. Just, and, and he was coming out of it, too. That sucks. He just got pumped. Mm-hmm, yeah.
3: yeah, that sucks. All right. it's uh, It's tough, though, because Austin wasn't a good angle. <laughs> The match was kind of yeah. Um, He he
4: just got his ass kicked, so he just made him look weak. Yeah,
3: it's not like he did anything really bad.
1: It's just you Mm. know. Yeah, this was a hard one. This was definitely a hard watch. Uh, Most dangerous. I'll go first on this. For me, it's gonna have to be Rude, just because I got a fucking two star Rude match, and it's the best I've seen him look. He just looked. He was motivated, and I I have to go with Rude. Uh, Schiff. Um, Bobby. Oh wait. Hang on. You know what? I'm gonna stand my ground with Rude just because of, yeah. Okay, uh, Souza.
3: Yeah, I had uh, I had Bobby here. He was in the best match for me, and he was in. Even though he was involved in the butt sucking Mike Graham match, he was still pretty good in that. So yeah,
1: I won't argue Bobby by the way at all because I get why Bobby. Uh, Logan. Yeah, I, I went Bobby as well. He was in the best match, and then he won the tag or he won the tag match for him pretty much. Yeah, so
4: yeah, I'll go with him.
1: I'm not gonna argue Bobby, but hopefully you guys see why I chose Rude. No, I agree. Uh, I get it. I get it. So I won't argue. All right, cool. Well, that ends this episode. Uh, One more award? Uh, I mean, I think we're all going to agree. If we go on a journey of the one through five, I think this might be one of our worst Um, because we had that awful butt ceremony. Um, We had like some lingering (laughs) matches. I didn't watch a a butt
3: ceremony. We had a
1: butt ceremony. (laughs) A dangerous (laughs) butt ceremony. Uh, We had some matches barely getting over two stars. Uh, I might go a one on a
3: one to five scale. Susan, what about you? Oh, it's not might for me. I am going one. All right. <laughs> uh shift.
0: Uh oh, star and a half. Uh, one and a half,
1: sorry. One can't you just go one and make it easier. Okay, <laughs> I'll <Logan>. go one. <laughs> Logan I'll go one, I guess. All right. Look that's, at what that. what I, that's what I was gonna go anyways. So. <laughs> All right. All right. So we what so would we say this is probably one of the like like just non eventful watches we've done,
3: yeah, I mean, there's uh, you did get one good match. I'll give it that. But as far as like any real angle advancement or anything, you had the Austin win Austin Wyndham thing, but that was like two minutes long. so not yeah. much, yet.
1: yeah, coming out coming out of the clash. and yeah, I just feel like we're kind of treading water on the way to super brawl. So this is, yeah, not great. So uh, we'll see how we fare on next episode. So before we go, uh, I know I killed plugs on the last episode because I was just freaking. I I guess I'll give the privilege of plugs tonight
3: since we all tend to agree on mostly tonight. Susan, what would you like to plug? Uh, on the, on this very feed you can find the extreme three way dance uh, the November to remember 97 episode is out we are just about to wrap up 1997 so give that a listen uh, you can also find uh, me, myself and Jennifer Smith on GC Dub a game changing podcast where we uh, look at the world of GCW so you can find that every month and uh, you can find me on that their twitter machine at msusa1991
1: I highly recommend both those pods. Uh, the G- I, I look forward to the GCW pod uh, where you talk about this past weekend shows. I'm very curious on thoughts on that one.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And the ECW pod, uh, the latest one uh, wrecked me with the ratings <laughs> and how well. You, and I, I I can't say enough about how how much I laughed at that last podcast on November to Remember. It was fantastic. So full full credit to you guys on that one. It was very good.
3: Much appreciated.
1: Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Schiff, how about you? Uh... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> every 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 time I'm
0: good,
3: I'm good. I am roulette
0: so I don't have to oh yeah uh, YouTube, YouTube roulette uh, we actually had a uh, somewhat serious podcast this time where we uh, went over some Jay Briscoe matches RIP and um, I did not make a fool out of myself probably because I was there only half the episode
3: Chef, how about that new show you got uh,
1: I don't know Schiff <laughs> has a new show baby oh he He does
3: I'll cut all this out it's fine go ahead
0: one second (laughs) I'm trying to
1: find my note with the name on it (laughs) I I kind of forgot another pod that you do too on the uh, pop feed pop feed (laughs) Hold on, I'm trying to find this fucking note. You're
0: shit, gonna cut this. Shit, I'm right? gonna
3: cut all this out. No, <laughs> you no, know, leave it well, in. Well,
0: goddammit. it, leave it in. Sean, Sean I, I, do, I do kick with reflection with the
3: Okay, uh, all right, I'm back.
0: I'm back. Okay. Uh, all right, um, a new Jesus. podcast that uh, it was saved somewhere else in my notes. Um. <laughs> So a new podcast that will be on the pop feed uh hopefully in the beginning of March so you hopefully you already listened uh, entitled uh Play While You Listen a video game um, podcast it's been on uh, been brewing uh, for months from my side and on the first episode I had Matt Souza on
1: oh, hey, are you, that's are me. You, oh are you are you are you hosting Matt Yeah we'll see how long it lasts God damn man I <laughs> thought we were friends you don't tell me this
3: shit <laughs> He talked about it for like three hours in the chat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh my God!
3: <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> Logan, Logan,
1: Christ, Logan, what do you want to pimp? I'm good. <laughs> this
3: this,
0: this <laughs>
4: podcast is never coming out. <laughs> I, I do, I, I do chicken salad and starflation with the British contingent. Uh, highway to the impact zone. We're building towards destination X. That'll be our next next episode and then who's next with andy atherton that's over current day nxt so that's what i got <laughs> all
1: right uh i and i guess i'll plug my other main pod uh traders of the lost Ark." if i could ever re- record it again because uh ship does that one with you too. forgot to see or forgot that one too um uh, so uh anyway so uh we will be back for episode number 15 in uh two weeks so I am Sean Kidd, he is Matt Souza. I think he's Scott got and he's looking across the <laughs> you guys, two man, week. Not for much longer.
2: to the C to and The on the top of and my mouth is not butt but fuck it. Let me get down to the rhythm. Yes, I get funky and i shoot shooting on my tism Like John boom the X rated nigga. Listen to the shit, cause I am the ill figure. Nobody's getting any bigger than this. Get together. Get together. Phone is ringing, oh my god. Get huh. together. For Them is bony, gotta do it like this, like Tachi and Johnny. cheese and cheese, and I'm the macaroni. So, why all the fight? Why all the fuss? Cause, I ain't got no back. Yeah, you know, I'm getting silly. Got a grandma, more hazel, and a grandma, a chili. Well, I'm a and I'm also a member. Born on the cusp in the month of November. I do the patty, jump in the case, you don't remember. Well, I freak a fucking beat like the shit was in a blender. Well, I'm born, born, word is born. Don't need the motherfucker fool to tell everybody right from wrong. I don't think i to do I play like I'm hard, but I'm a job the lane like I was ever bizarre. And I've been working on my game, like taxi. Gotta get it together and see what's happening. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. See what's happening. Go, I want to, like my name was Biz Hawk, but I had to do the shit. Just let me embark on the lyric on the noun and the verb. Kick the shit off, cause no, I'm not the herb. Well, I'm not the herb, but the spice with the flavor just pay off the boot. And when the MCs come in my face, i like mace. Cause I back them off with the quills. Cause I have to tell you, nigga, cause I keep it under frills. Rest the 1911, 16th Ave, off of Farmer Boulevard. Yeah. Boulevard, but I'm, I'm from Manhattan, MCA's from Brooklyn. Yeah, MCA, you yeah. should be cooking. Rain man this on the court, and I can't be beat with your team. What's the up with your boots on your feet? Got the timbles on the toes, and this is how it goes. So, one, one, two, oh my God. One, two, oh, two, oh my God. God. I got some shit, I got some food. I'm yeah. Never, ever, ever spoken crack. Premises, level, quack, never, ever, quack ever, quack, ever fucking whack I eat the fucking pineapple, now my latest. Listen to me now, don't listen to me later Fuck it, cause I know I didn't make it fucking mine for real But yo, technically, I'm as hard as steel Gonna get it together, watch it Gonna get it together, my bell like my bell, I got, oh the, Ill well. Ill bell. got the ill communication My bell, got the ill communication My bell, got the ill Who's communication My bell, got the ill communication My bell, Ah, 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 ah. Keep it on and Keep on and all. on and all. on and on and